Okay, let's take a little look at Koto here and first Dazai sentence. It was when I was 13 or 14 that I read a novel called On the Conduct of Lord Tadanao. This word has two basic aspects to it that we're going to cover in this lesson. The first is when koto has some substantial meaning of its own. So it can mean a circumstance or happenings that can even be used to kind of indicate trouble that's caused by someone or maybe even yourself. Here are three illustrations of this sort of aspect. Koto wo okosu. Causing trouble. Here's how the imbroglio came about. Ending without incident. In the second aspect of koto, the word itself doesn't really have meaning. It works together with the preceding modifier as an aid. And when it does that, it allows this preceding modifier to really provide the point of focus of the sentence. So koto kind of disappears into that aspect of the sentence. Here are two examples of this at work. What happened yesterday is a secret to be kept between the two of us. When I grow up, I want to do what's good for the world. Dazai is employing this second usage of koto in his sentence here. And you can really see how without the preceding modifier, the sentence is kind of formless. It doesn't really have any real meaning, right? So if you look at our first example, um, what happened yesterday is a secret to be kept between the two of us. If you remove the preceding modifier and just have koto in there, then the sentence reads, a thing is a secret to be kept between the two of us, which doesn't really tell you a whole lot, does it? And the same, of course, is true in the second example. So if you were to remove this uh, important part of the sentence, you would just end up with, when I grow up, I want to do a thing. Well, by golly, isn't that great? It doesn't really tell us anything, right? So the two need to work together in this aspect of the word. Another thing worth noting about this is when you attach a time reference uh, prior to using koto, as Dazai does here in his sentence, then it really frames the sentence in a storytelling way. So he's kind of leading us in a direction, right? This aspect of koto allows a sort of sort of zooming in a point of focus he wants us to to be thinking about what he's about to tell us and he wants us to kind of lean in and listen a nice way to think about this is as if someone is on a stage and they're telling a story and they're looking out at the audience and they want to see like that kind of uh, rapt attention that the audience is giving them waiting for the next part of the sentence or of the story that's what this accomplishes when you throw it in there together so including time right here are a few maybe time phrases that you might see in sentences 
明日のこと今日のこと二十歳になった時のこと Pretty clear, right? Okay, let's look at another really famous example that uses this too. You might recognize it. ある日のことでございます。ある日のことでございます。I won't translate this one, but I'll rely on Jay Rubin's translation of the story, and his first line is this. And now, children, let me tell you a story about Lord Buddha Shakyamuni. Now, he's taken a few liberties with the translation of this, and, but he's really、uh, foreshadowing here, right? And maybe I'm doing a little bit of that too, because I haven't told you who wrote this story. So, this one is from Akutogawa Ryunosuke. And the story, of course, maybe of course, is The Spider Thread. Two final examples for you to kind of chew on. ポール・マッカートニーのコンサートに初めて行ったのは6年前のことです。ポール・マッカートニーのコンサートに初めて行ったのは6年前のことです。It was six years ago that I went to see my first Paul McCartney concert. 父が再婚するという話を聞いたのは先月の第3日曜日の朝のことだった。父が再婚するという話を聞いたのは先月の第三日曜日の朝のことだった。It was the morning of the third Sunday of last month that I heard my father was to remarry.Okay, so in these last two examples, it should really feel how these are meant to be written down, right? It's a literary device.It was, n a n i n a n i i t was, n a n i n a n i t h e y r e leading you on, and that's the whole idea of this little.、Uh, Cool word.